Hi there. Welcome to listeners from across the globe. My name is Allison Nune, and this is Best Damn Reality, a new podcast intending to help bridge the spiritual and material worlds. Each week, I invite you to join me and to suspend all preconceived notions, to open your minds and your hearts to seeing everything from a much faster perspective. Should you be enticed enough, please also consider visiting me on my YouTube channel and on my business Facebook page, both under the name Allison Nune. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey. Saturday, November 7th, 10.46 a.m. in Sarasota, Florida. Oh my goodness, time just keeps moving uh, seemingly more and more quickly. And a um, lot of intense energy the past week. Everything from the full moon on Halloween night to the American election, which if I'm being 100% transparent right now, at this moment, four days after its occurrence, I still have no idea what the status is. Um, it's obviously, um, if I release this, it will be released as an in-between episode or, or maybe I released it as episode 14. I mean, I don't even know, like it's such a trip right now because I know that the podcast is essential for my character. Allison's got to keep moving forward with the recording of the podcast. Allison still feels like the project now called Ripple 2020 still needs to be like, I do not think the right choice would be to throw out the window that project. I think it's time to really turn the project into what I say, give it a chance to become the we as opposed to the I project. And it cannot, it doesn't even have a chance to take that step until I present it, you know, from the most complete I place that I can, you know, and I continue to be very, I'm just haven't felt the energy, the messaging want to come through, ready to come through yet. Uh, and me being the way that I am in my character of always analyzing and assessing and, you know, getting to the most nuanced understanding of each of my choices and why and what role they play. I mean, it doesn't make it very romantic, but, and I'm sure that approach to life sounds to most people like it's not really enjoyable. And for the most part, I, I fully accept that this is how I'm wired and this is how I'm out there. But it's at times like this right now where this over-processing that I've been conditioned, that I'm wired naturally to be an over-processor and then have been conditioned in a particular version of Earth at this time-space dimension um, where that skill set you know, it's just something that's, that's my pattern. That's my pattern. That's where my momentum is. Um, and while it, 
I don't feel like it's ill-serving to me. It definitely can get to the point where it makes me feel immobilized in terms of progress in quotation marks, right? Either making a decision. I mean, just I'm definitely feel stalled. I feel like I've been, you know, not really depressed this year per se, but definitely not feeling inspired or, or light or fun. I mean, barely been listening to music. There's barely been any singing or dancing. There's there just hasn't been a lot of lightness. And I'm sure that's the case for almost everybody, given the insanity of what the year has been. And more so when we accept that we just entered another phase and it's not going to get easier. It's not going to get easier anytime soon. But I'd like to believe it will become clearer. If you keep your mind and your eyes open, a lot of truth, a lot of truth in the third dimension is going to be revealed, is being revealed, has been revealed in, you know, recent times here and more so now literally by the day and week in terms of how civilization has been operating Uh, And well beyond just our country. I mean, we're talking big, huge, global, and you could make a strong argument for even beyond our globe. You know, like just really revealing a lot more than has ever been openly and directly revealed to the masses before. And because it's never been, it's going to be overwhelming for a lot of people. And even if it's clear as can be laid out right in front of some people, if somebody is not ready or willing or able to receive or see a particular message or communication, they're not going to see it. You know, it's just, it's just, it's, that's just how it works. You really cannot force anyone to see it in anything but their own timing. With all that said, um, for those for whom the veil has long been removed. And I kind of put myself in a relatively recent category. Even though I say my point of no return was 10 years ago. Um, and so a decade when I'm almost 45 years old, a decade, you know, we're talking almost 20% of my life. That's not a small amount. But at, in another regard, I know people that have been doing this work and have had the veil of the illusion in multiple ways, different ways, you know, they've seen the greater truths for a lot longer than me. But then I've also seen people who see certain truths, but then completely unable and unwilling to see certain other truths. And, you know, I'm just, it's like, I, I, at my point of no awakening, I went, all the way out there, man. I shot out into the galaxy. I shot out into the universe. Like I was so ready to receive in some way, shape, or form permission to allow myself to live, be, imagine, create from the vast reality that I've always perceived and seen and felt and uh, desired to be creating and working for and towards. So I, I, if I'm in my, if I'm being honest, my most comfortable place is really far out there, really far out of the box, really high perspective, really high in the tree, high in the air, um, seeing a lot, open to everything and wanting to just get to the most general 
way, simp- oversimplified general way of seeing things just to kind of help with expediency of discernment. And I've settled upon it's either love or fear. It's love or fear. That's the quickest, simplest way. It's either love or fear. And yes, I can and love getting very nuanced within those frequencies. However, we are being bombarded with information. We're about to get even more bombarded. More than ever before is being thrown out there. And as a result, more than ever before, greater and greater discernment is needed. And I know when I first was awake, it took years for me to even begin to see how much I still had to grow and mature into the discerning aspect of the remembering and the very necessary need to identify this is another sort of oversimplified duality, if you will, to help discern, but when something is of ego and when something is spirit, when something genuinely is of the oneness and is showing you that through the ego in the third dimension. Like I, I was, you know, always been very, very trusting, too trusting, too open and had to learn some hard lessons. I had to learn wisdom. I had a wide open, wide open heart, which in a fully actualized world of spirit, where forms are genuinely genuinely aware of their greater spirit essence and genuinely understand that they're channeling that greater essence through their uniqueness of their ego. So they're navigating through an ego, but are definitely being guided and inspired by spirit. We're not there yet. You know, we're not even close to being there yet on, on, in the world of form. Not even fucking close. When you examine number of human beings, yes, that goodness and that purity and that oneness is within all of us, but it has not been awoken consciously where the individual egos are consciously co-creating with that power. There are not yet many in form that are out there doing that. And even when you start doing that, it is a very different PhD program, if you will. Like it's a very different educational way of learning life lessons. And it's night and day different than navigating the ego only reality. You know, that world of where your labels and your titles and your all of that, you got to have that to really excel in the mainstream old world that's collapsing. And it's a very different thing to learn how to navigate Yes, that world, but to go higher and know when and how and the wisdom of harmonizing the spirit. And because, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it it really is impossible to fully receive and hear what I'm saying, unless you are, you, you really understand and are on that journey yourself in some way, shape or form. If you're, if you're open to it and seeking it, you also may feel where I'm going in these communications. But I have been very, very reticent, very hesitant to, to start speaking this vastly. Um, I was very purposely with the start of my podcast meeting, you know, 
arguably as earthbound as you can get, as ego-based as you can get, when I was sharing in those first 12 episodes, sort of the biggest segments, as I described, of this third dimensional reality. As such, I knew that that was going to be a very different frequency and audience than what, you know, who I was most wanting to reach and play with, the ones that are ready, you know, like it's, it's kind of like you can't be a, a senior playing middle school basketball. You're, you're a senior, you're on varsity, you, you're capable, your skill sets are to play varsity. It's not, you don't go down to the middle school level to play. You might go down to the middle school level to coach, you know, to guide, to mentor, to watch, to witness, but you're not going down to the middle school level to play and expect to gain much from where you are as a player. And that's what I feel like I've been really holding back because God, when saying it like that, I don't want to make it seem like I'm, because I'm not any better than anybody else that I perceive to be playing at a different level. But it really does come down to saying it that directly and not, you know, and, and knowing that anybody that takes offense to it is definitely not ready because no one else would take any more offense to it than they would if you came across to them in the sports metaphor. You know, if you came across to somebody who doesn't play basketball and you're like, you know, I, and you tiptoe around not wanting to hurt their feelings because you're like, listen, I love you. You know, it's not about you as a person, but in terms of playing basketball, I, I you know, you're not somebody that I want to play with because when I'm playing basketball, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to have fun and I'm trying to get better. And I have fun and get better when I'm playing with people that are at my level. And it's been really hard for me to um, align and find reflections um, at this higher level, at the level that I'm playing with. Because like I said, I'm ready for no money. I, I, I definitely can see a world that only exchanges with energy and doesn't even need money at all. So this next step of, you know, yeah, this one necessary finance, all the systems are collapsing and they're necessary and that's great. But, and I can't wait to help people through the transition, but this is a tricky place because most people, one, don't even yet admit, know, see, understand, believe that all the systems are collapsing. Two, you know, most people are not even and even begin to understand to what degree and in what ways they're attached to those systems. And if they don't know those things, they cannot possibly be prepared for how it's going to affect them as those systems collapse. You know, most people are not open to even hearing that there are systems in place that people have been working to create energetically and otherwise and inform for decades. You know, there are systems in ways like this isn't rocket science when you start living from love. Trust me, it takes way more energy to live from fear. It takes way more energy to be on guard and to not trust anybody. But you can't just want, I mean, those, they're really extremely different. You cannot we're not at a place where we're going to just jump into the new at 180 degrees different overnight, not even close. We are entering a huge transitional period. It's exactly what I know I'm here for, but I know that I've got to find a balance for my being. My being, yes, in ways where people aren't at 
in the same level of the tree. Let's just say it. People that want to go higher in the tree, I'm higher in the tree. Yes, a big part of my work here is to help guide people at their pace to come meet me higher in the tree where I am, to higher branches. But I also need to play with people and co-create out in the world and do work in the world with others that are at my level in the tree that are high in the tree with me in this spirit way. And the reality is, is there's just not many, but you better believe that those energies are connecting now like never before because of this clear global massive shift taking place in consciousness first. And then by extension of how reality works, When there's a shift in consciousness, which is all the time and nonstop and constant, constantly that mirrors out in the world of form. And we, so the world of form and it's massive. These are massive shifts, massive. And it makes perfect sense that people across the globe that are at similar frequency levels are going to unite. And I now have a couple of very specific entities that I've reached out to. One that I have only listened to, not met in person, but now I'm in email contact. And one that uh, the videos that he releases in his Patreon channel and YouTube, he is he is a South African guy. He does videos and audio, so I have not yet directly communicated with him, but he will be somebody I reach out to in the next couple of weeks. So I'm not not presenting the idea because it's not ready because I'm not ready, I'm simply following the higher energy and the higher guidance because it takes effort and energy to express the idea and to expose myself in this way. And there's too much other energy to navigate right now in the mass consciousness to open myself up to anything unnecessarily. I know what my mission in a general way is in my soul, through my character of Allison. I know it is a global mission. I know it is, quote unquote, bigger, not better, but it is a bigger role that I planned and intended to play on the one human team at this time. And if I am truly ready, which I keep claiming with my words that I am, ready to take that step into it, And it is time and it is of great importance that we all act in the greatest alignment of our greatest truths right now. So for me not to act, it's, it, it, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's damaging to me, but I know what my soul came here to do. I know I have to keep moving forward and I know how stalled I've, I've been here for weeks now. Um, and it's, It's just, it's still very new and unfamiliar for me to just kind of be with, you know, be, be, be gentle with myself and not so harsh about the parts of me that are not doing what I know I need to be doing. And, you know, where that constantly striving to be, it's not to be perfect because I know that we are perfect in our imperfections, but it is a constant expansion and betterment of my vessel, of my being. 
And I know how practiced a lot of unhealthy patterns were. And when you start talking about almost four decades, or in some cases over four decades of unhealthy patterns, for me right now, what what I'm what's really hurting me is my my pattern and history of using food as a very addictive, you know addictive substance for me, what some, you know, what drugs are to some people that food for me is one of the greatest ways I punish myself. And, um, uh, the problems I've experienced have been minimal over the years, but that's my biggest red flag. When I know I am stuck in an old pattern is when I turn to food, especially to the depths I've turned to it in the past month, six weeks, it's unlike I've been in a long time. So I know that's a big red flag for me. That's like, okay, you're, you know, be gentle, but you got to be honest. You got to be open about where you're at. And that's a big sign for me. Not exercising, big sign for me, not good. But again, I had an exercise addiction problem, just like I did with the food. And I used it in an unhealthy way. I turned something that is inherently healthy and good for you exercise into a bad because of my overindulgence and my tendency for extremes. And so I am face to face with those two particular things. And in my case, doing too much of one eating and not enough of the other, not at all. I haven't exercised in almost six months. Um, which is just not good for this vessel. I'm, I'm the, my body is a machine and I'm not putting good fuel in it lately and I'm not, I'm not moving it. And those are essential for me, but the balance of those things in my life are something that I still struggle with clearly here, um, at almost 45 years old. Um, and thirdly, the other big, actually third and fourth, two other big things I'm not doing that I need to be doing regularly, daily, multiple times throughout the day, uh, stretching and meditating. Um, they're just essentials. Eating well naturally falls into place when I'm exercising, stretching, meditating, and treating my vessel in these healthy patterned ways. But the honest to God truth is I've never had those particular things balanced and part of a daily regimen. In the past six years, that's been even more complicated because I traveled over 15 weeks a year for work, which made a daily regimen very challenging. Now, here we've been this year, I'm coming up on a full year that I've been home, and I still haven't done these things that I know are essential for me to take this next step on my spiritual journey to genuinely attract the people that are playing at my level. It's more like, Allison, you'll attract those people when you start playing at the level you're capable of playing. Those things are too important. You know that, and you're still using excuses. And at least of which just a habit of not doing it. You got to step it up. You got to go back to the time in your life when you have been ultra disciplined and you need to make yourself a program that gets you doing what you know the essentials are. And there should be nothing more important than that in your entire existence right now. Nothing. Not the farm. Not, not even keeping the farm business alive. It's not your business to be that focused upon in that way. And I've, I've been using the farm and, and it's been a tough thing to balance because there's a very real, there were very real 
if I didn't step up and take the role back to do the books, there was a very high likelihood that the business would have closed almost immediately. So it's not like I'm making that up. But at the same time, I I get to choose how I'm going to fulfill that role. And again, with me, balance, 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 balance. It's all about balance, balance. And, you know, I've done a great job this year. It's amazing, you know, that I haven't, that I stayed relatively productive, that my finances stayed relatively the same in terms of how much I have in savings. And, you know, like I I did a really, I had a really good year given how wild it's been, Especially how different given the year that, that, that I had planned. I had essentially my dream, not quite the dream of dream schedules with Iron Man because I was still going to be on the road, but I had hand chosen every single event. Every single event I personally chose to be a part of that event. And I was stoked to have a year that was so fully and consciously a discerning yes, where I wasn't just reacting And saying yes because I didn't feel like I could say no. Where I was saying yes at a whole new level to very specific events. And in each case for very specific reasons. And um, as such had a lot of hypotheses for my little business of me. That I was going to be testing out through the living of that and working of that year with Iron Man. And it wasn't meant to be. And not only was it not meant to be, but I have no idea to what degree, if at all, I will be returning to that world. And that is a lot for me to let go of. I get attached to things. I connect hard. And while I did a great job at keeping massive amounts of just boundaries and lots of things, I, I, was, I was not sharing a lot more than what I was sharing with people and friends. And that was new for me to really just sort of, you know, shut my mouth more and just be present with, you know, my experiences as opposed to just the nonstop talking that dominated a lot of my relationships in my past. I had a very different approach within Iron Man. Almost nobody knew of my business and what, you know, they, they didn't know that I was in that world, but very much not of that world, very much in it, in a very, with very different intentions and goals and focuses and processing it, um, in, in this like nth degree way, um, as I worked to merge it, if only within my world of work. Uh, so I've had a very good year given the insanity of it all. But it's not been easy. It's not been particularly fun and light. I'm not in, in a lot of ways, I've experienced a lot of growth and done, you know, some great lessons and learned some great lessons. But like I said, the most important part are my essential spiritual daily routine things. Meditation, stretching, breathing, exercising, those are essential. And it's been months since I've done any of those with any regularity and I know that I need to be doing at least those four things every day. And truly nothing else should be more important right now. So it's just kind of like a gentle but direct call of bullshit on myself. Like I call bullshit, Allison, in the most gentle and loving of ways. Like, come on now. You have, you have been, wait, you, 
it's just so crazy because I basically pushed myself through so much achievement throughout my life with like, no, I just blind achievement, you know, never really wanting to do a whole, not necessarily wanting to do what I was pushing myself through. So much of what I was pushing through felt like it was forced upon me. So now I resist pushing like crazy. I don't want to push. I want to be pulled. I want to, that's, that's how I define the difference between inspiration and motivation. Inspiration is when you're pulled and you just can't help it. You know, the, the energy is pulled out of you. You jump out of bed, you dive into things, you're called to them and you just naturally and excitedly direct your energy towards the ways and in the ways that you're being called and pulled. Motivation is pushing. And I am Again, because of my bipolar history and my extreme nature of all or nothing, one end of the, any spectrum to the other end of the spectrum, I am really resistant to any pushing. I don't want to push anymore. So, and the reality is, is I'm going to have to have at least a short time here where I'm going to have to push a bit to do these healthy patterns and to establish a disciplined program that will serve me. And I know that it will only feel like a push for a short term. And once I get those, that momentum of these healthy things, what they're going to open up and connect me to within my greater being through my vessel, it will take on, it will become the inspiration. It's like, I got to have the motivation to open up the channel and the portal for the constant nonstop flow of inspiration. And I know how to do it. And I'm really good at it. You know, I'm really good at focusing when I need to. Um, and I just, I now have to focus in a very specific way and it just looks really different than what my life has looked like in the past six years, at least six, seven years. And, you know, we get comfortable with what's known. And even if it's, even if we know we want to go higher and change and evolve, even though I know those things, it's still taking another leap into the unknown. And part of what my last leap reminded me and showed me, uh, very humbly is that as much as you're prepared for, you know, what lies ahead, rest assured, there's a whole lot more that you just can't be prepared for. And that's the faith part. And that's the trust part. And that's just, you know, there will be unplanned things, undesirable things that happen when I take this next leap, there will be harder lessons, but there are also going to be unprecedented lessons of joy and experiences of joy and positivity and light. And I can't let any irrational fears of the quote unquote negative or undesirable things that may happen down the line outweigh the positive. Because I know that from the higher perspective, even what we label as negative, that undesirable, the hard stuff is all good. It's all good. It's all positive. And, um, so it's discipline time. It's go time. And I'm my own coach and I need to step it up and like for real every day tracking. And I don't even want to say starting tomorrow. Um, you know, it's the farm responsibilities and what still needs to get done. Like a lot sooner. Like I have to go in today, for example, something is due tomorrow pertaining to our organic certification that I have to get done, um, and really 
should get it done today. It should have been done yesterday. I shouldn't have waited till the last minute. Um, so there are still these big things in, in that role in particular that I don't, I'm not excited about. I didn't go looking for this role, you know? So it's, it's, it's still a, a lot of energy for me to find the balance of extending myself in a place where historically, um, I've, I've given way too much and, and just drained myself, um, at the farm. And so, Yet the farm represents my primary income. And if I do take a step towards making my life local in 2021, which is what is calling me, it's just a big gamble for me. Like, I don't like having this much, this much of my earning eggs in, in the farm. It's not comfortable for me, given some other aspects of the farm that I've shared, um, on my YouTube channel and less so in the podcast. So it's, it's just... It's very much a leap of faith. It's a lot smaller leap than the one I took eight years ago, um, but it's still a leap of faith that I need to take within my little world of me. And um, I'm still just working through all the layers of, of, of fear and excuse making, you know, and um, being real about where I'm at, but also being real with, okay, now you can make the choice and start tomorrow for real today. And I'd like to believe that I, I'm there. I'm there. So hopefully this recording likely not going to be revealed or shared to anybody else but me. Um, hopefully this will help jolt me back today, Saturday, to a, a very different week ahead. But like I said, you know, in times like this, it's focusing on the day, if not the hour, the minute, like just being fully present with where I am not feeling this pressure that only I am putting on myself in all these ways and to just let myself be where I am and allow myself to be called and to be pulled and stop, you know, stop. I got to let go. I got to let go and surrender. And that's still not an easy choice or action for the character of Allison to make. But universe, I'm, this is my, waving the little white flag for this little round. Once again, it's only been two days, so I'm grateful for that. But boy, not a comfortable past couple of days as I struggle with just where I am. So waving the white flag, I'm my intention is to surrender, guide me, help me, help me through this, help me out of this, help me get this discipline, this discipline plan, which I've been... <laughs> It's been years, it's been years since I have had these things written down in my mind, affirming to myself, knowing that these things were necessary. And it's just unbelievable how long, you know, it can take. Um, but it's not about judging the length of time. It takes however long it takes. But this is my call to you. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. And just help me take this next step. Thank you.